Hi there. Welcome to the show. Today, this episode is sponsored by my coming workshop called Position to Thrive Workshop. If you want to learn the pricing strategies, the psychology of it, and the pricing tires of your program and service, also the value pricing concept and application tool, so then you can price your program and service correctly, plus to help you further in position you in a marketplace, become that market of one choice for your audience. We also going to show you the three business stories you must tell to stand out because we truly believe that price with honor and respect. We should hold the proper value perspective for both our clients and ourselves. And that is a good stewardship. We also want you to be able to present and connect with confidence. We present our message, value, and methodology excellently. So you will be able to create profits with integrity. If you can resonate with this, please go to powerofoneframework.com slash workshop. Again, that's a powerofoneframework.com slash workshop. Then there you can choose either in July 22nd or July 23rd, depends on your time zone. Better yet, this workshop is one of the lowest price workshop I ever host. It's only 88 US dollars. Yeah, you heard that right. $88, you will walk away with a story done with your pricing in place. But it's a limited time offer and it is live workshop. So please go to powerofoneframework.com forward slash workshop or make sure you go to show note. Welcome to the Christian CEO podcast. I'm Katie Bother and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Naisha is one of my Power of One Framework clients, and her expertise is very special. She is the DNI strategist for leading corporations. Now, DNI standing for diversity and inclusion. She helps corporations increase their competitive advantages, establish a clear branding message in attracting and retaining top diverse talent so that they can avoid diverse attrition and potential legal battles of workplace discrimination. That is something, right? There are a couple of reasons why I invited Naisha to come on the show. Number one, I want you to witness God's goodness. As Naisha shared her personal biggest breakthrough in this journey and also through working with me in the Power One framework. Number two, as you guys know that I did not come out of this framework. It literally downloaded in late 2018 while I was seeking the Lord how 
I can present on that business stage at Upreneur Summit in London. God gave me this framework. And it did not just only work for solo entrepreneurs or the people just kind of about level of six, seven figures. It also worked for such a complex niche for Naisha, the diversion and inclusion. So you can really experience God's wisdom. Simple yet powerful. Now, let's chat with Naisha. Welcome to the show, Naisha. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, in the introduction, I already mentioned and shared with the audience that how awesome you are. <laughs> but it's always lovely to hear from the person, you know, uh, kind of share with us a little bit about your story, your journey. How did you arrive today to become uh, such an awesome um, force? for DNI and we're gonna talk about what's DNI later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, awesome. Yeah, well again, really grateful to be here with you and to kind of just share have an opportunity to share my journey. Uh, so to give everyone a little bit of background, I am not your traditional DNI person. Um, so I actually started out uh, in my undergraduate studies in the field of finance. And then I went off and started corporate America at, you know, Fortune 100 companies in finance. And I've gone from FP&A to internal audit to project management. So a very technical financial experience and background for over 10 years. And then um, along that journey, I actually got introduced to uh, leadership coaching and I just fell in love with it and went and got my master's degree uh, to do executive and professional coaching, went through the International Coaching Federation to become a accredited coach at the professional certified level. And that all that means is that I had over 500 hours coaching. Uh, so I've been doing that for, you know, now uh, the past eight years and just fell in love with it. And that put me in a space of doing uh, facilitation, leadership development type training. Um, so I started to be introduced to the world of, you know, training and workshops and coaching. And then last year, 2020 happened and um, God, one, gave me a book that was actually published. It's called The Fruit of a Spirit-Led Leader. And at first, you know, I thought it was just a, you know, documentation of my experience being spirit led in corporate America to have helped me be successful in my career. Um, and so that was released in June, but then God placed something else on my heart. And, you know, it was just after, um, you know, just the social unrest that happened here in America. And God started to download to me DNI strategy. Um, and at, on the surface, it felt like, Lord, I have zero experience in this. What are, what are you talking about? What do you want me to do? Um, and He started to depict to me my journey and the experience that I've had as an employee um, and what I've experienced around this space in DNI. And so, I started to be able to carve out my experiences and translate that to a framework um, that I am now currently actively sharing 
with corporations to then now help them uh, see their employees um, in the way that they need to be seen and heard. So that's kind of how I ended up here. Uh, it was, I didn't know that I was going to be here, but here I am. So <laughs> it's so good. And I, I love you say about um, when God show you that and you say, well, but Lord, I have zero experience. You know, sometimes, or I would say quite often, when God asks, calls us to do something, and it's like, okay, Lord, I mean, did you pick the wrong person? That type <laughs> of feeling. I remember I was reading uh, a great book from uh, John uh, Bevere, and he talked about, I mean, today his books is like, I don't mm -hmm. know, 23 million, some, somewhere there, or even more. And he said that from, but from the beginning, he even couldn't write because he shared that his English uh, is the lowest grade mm -hmm. <laughs> in the school. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when God asked him to start writing, he thought, well, God, you picked the wrong boy, right? So, <laughs> but I think we heard this type of thing again and again, you know, you know why? Because then we cannot boast then God can get a glory, right? Yes, so for you guys out there, I just feel led to say this. If God has called you do something, um, let's say entrepreneurial journey and a uh, different niche or something like that, and you feel like you're totally unqualified, well, just lean in, just lean in to God and see what else he, he, he said, you know, yes. and he, he will surely guide you through. Now, I want you to share with us a little bit about what is DNI? I mean, we know it's diversity and inclusion, right? So but I think explain a little bit more that what is a DNI in the corporate world? Yeah. So when you think about diversity and inclusion, which we're saying for short DNI, it's really this call of action to say, hey, we are going to value people for their differences and we're going to accept the fact that people are different and we're going to appreciate it their differences. And inclusion is about making sure that we're inclusive of those ideas, those cultures, those behaviors, so that people can show up to work as their full and whole self, that they don't have to, you know, have their professional point of view or phase versus, you know, their at home point of view and face. And I think that um, you know, a lot of people will hear also DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And the E is important. The E represents, you know, this idea that uh, we're going to be treated fairly, right? We're going to treat people fairly. And so I think, you know, as you think about, you know, whether you call it DEI or DNI, the, it's about what it represents. It's about representing or having an open culture that allows people to show up as their authentic self and to know that they're going to be awarded for opportunity, opportunities fairly um, and in an equitable way. And so, you know, I think sometimes we overcomplicate the idea of DEI or DNI. And, you know, to make it simple, it's remembering that we're human that no matter what you believe, no matter, you know, who you love, no matter, you know, what you look like, um, you're a human and you are, you are appreciated. So that is truly um, kind of the corporate 
point of view of what it means to be and to focus on BNI. Awesome. So what would you say, you know, uh, what happened when in an in a organization uh, or company that when those things is not in place, what normally what kind of symptom that that we will experience? And the reason why I ask this question, because although that many of the audience of this podcast, you guys are solo entrepreneurs or you have a team, probably smaller team, but you know, guys are big guy, right? So I want you guys to get ready of uh, you, they tell you as your business grow, your company will grow too. Or actually some of this, they maybe is already in that position. And so it's important to understand this. So Naisha, please share with us that uh, what what are the symptoms that normal we see, and what's the cause of it when the DNI strategies is not in place overcome? Yeah, you know, so one thing that's I mean, initially it's hey, you know, when you're in the corporate world or in your own world interacting with people, um, what you can experience is you know just mental fatigue. Um, you know. One thing that we don't know what to call it, well, or how we see it is as an internal politic, or I know you guys probably heard of internal politics or, you know, in, in just in business, right? Just the politics of doing business. Um, well, you know, when you think about the people who are affected around, you know, most negatively impacted, uh, it's really because of the systemic biases that are associated to those things. And so it's, hey, we decided to define professionalism one particular way. You know, professionalism is straight hair. It's, you know, blue, black, gray. Um, it is, <laughs> you know, you have to have a professional voice, whatever that means. And so, you know, when you're thinking about whether you're in a corporation or you're an entrepreneur, um, taking notice to the things that we're defining as what what they are, right? And and where did that definition come from? And so there are symptoms and I think I outlined them mostly on my website, but I think what I'm feeling led to say more so of is, you know, it's not about when you think about the subject, it's not about thinking about what you see. So right now I can see that Kelly is an Asian woman. That's what I see but it's not how I see. How do I see Kelly? How do I strengthen her, elevate her, empower her? How do I take action on what I see? So I think part of, instead of thinking about the symptoms, maybe even think about the unresolved hurt. Why did that person react or negatively respond to something that I said? What made them take offense? I think it's around being curious and observant of what people are going through as a human and meeting them where they're at. And when you do that, then the symptoms, the cures and everything else in between will fall out. That's good. And I think for me, that's very aligned with biblical principle, isn't it? Because the kingdom is all about people. And so, the next question will be, so how do you navigate through the DNI scene, you know, in the corporate world through the biblical perspective? 
I know this yeah. is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ooh, big guns there. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's not forgetting uh, the Holy Spirit being an advocate and a helper. And, you know, what's core to me is operating and producing fruit. So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And, you know, when, when you think about, you know, how do you love on someone? How do you uh, rejoice with someone? How do you um, extend peace and comfort? All those things still apply. So when you're in the workplace, whether again, it's your company or a corporation, it's noticing, you know, where others are and how to love them through it, how to understand them enough to then be able to uh, be kind, right? It, part of this is not a matter of saying like, you know, what I hope to accomplish through DNI, but more or less like the, to your point of navigating it is not perpetuating the hurt and the pain that people feel. You know, if someone says, I feel mistreated or I feel undervalued or I don't feel like I belong or I'm not seen, regardless to what their belief system is, it's about recognizing them as being someone that God loves, whether God knows, whether they know God or not, is someone that he loves. It's his child. And so no matter if they're lost or found, it's his child. And so to treat them, you know, like as such, right, you know, to love your neighbor. And I think that, you know, as we, as I navigate, you know, working with different companies and, you know, all of the different issues that they have, whether it be from promoting uh, diverse talent into leadership or attracting diverse talent into the company, where, wherever that lies, it's all about being able to recognize that you are able to see who these people are, that you're not labeling them uh, one particular way or another. It's saying, hey, like, I can see what you represent but I don't know who you are and what you really, like what your experiences mean to my company or to what I'm doing. So the navigation is really about appreciating uniqueness and allowing people to have their own self-identity. Um, and again, navigating with the fruit of the spirit, that is my code of conduct for absolutely everything is to allow for the Holy Spirit to be invited into my every element, every aspect of my job and knowing that when he is involved, he's going to produce fruit. And so it's about being fruitful, really, is how I navigate it. That is so good. Uh, you know, it made me also think about the other day we just had a, a conversation with a group of uh, uh, Christian entrepreneurs and we were discussing about how we can create a client or customer experience uh, wow them, basically how to create a wow experience. And think about if you, you have a business and you have team members, right? Mm -hmm. And if you are expecting them to carry out that your company mission and vision and to wow your clients, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To serve them quite well, then you have to start 
to serve them well. Mm-hmm. And I love how uh, Naisha just mentioned that say she can see me. I'm I'm outlooks Asian, right? But she, I mean, obviously we knew each other pretty well now because she <laughs> she has been my client for a while. But let's say if we first time we met, or or I just started to work in the company that that she she belongs. Uh, just from the outlook as an Asian face, an Asian woman. A lot of people will kind of just, you know, right away put to a box, say she must act this way, this way, this way, or she must think in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And which probably for me, you gotta be wrong all the way. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, because you guys know that I've been relocated so many places and I'm really not a typical Chinese at all. <laughs> so if you want to put those very stereotype of uh, 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 perspective on me, you will be wrong all the way, really. <laughs> and I want to mention this because that it's precisely that the world become very small. And as a Christians, you know, we are conducting business, you know, no matter who you met and and you speak to your vendors, your prospects, your team members, we shouldn't just assume. I think assumption sometimes is the worst. Don't you think so, Nigel? Mm-hmm. Assumption. I 100% agree. And, you know, this is where my finance background really um, serves me. Because part of finance, it's about, you know, deep diving and going beneath the surface to do an analysis to to understand what's driving a particular result or business outcome. And, you know, as I started to enter into this space, part of what my direction was, the Holy Spirit downloaded to me was, you know, I want you to go beneath the surface. Do not do surface level DNI work, go the depths of, you know, inclusion, go the depths, go beneath what you see to actually see the person in front of you. And, you know, when I think about, you know, how me growing up in finance, essentially in the corporate space, it really allows for me to not, you know, one big thing in finance is valuations, you know, you evaluate a company, and it's taking that same concept of diversity and inclusion is if you're not getting to a business outcome that you assume you're supposed to have. So whether it be, oh, we have 5%, you know, African-Americans, we have, you know, uh, 20% women, we have whatever that high level metric is, it was, it, it, in, a sense, in essence, is too high, right? Like it's, it's too high level. You have to go deeper to understand, you know, well, why do I want to increase that number? Why do I want to make 20%, 30%? Or, you know, what does it look like if I, you know, incorporated more Asian Americans or African Americans or whoever we can, you know, label as the underrepresented class? Like, what is the real reason for, making sure that we increase those numbers. Is it because they're low and everyone's looking? And so now we're managing the optics of what it looks like, or is it because we truly understand the value that those individuals will bring? And so, you know, part of this is not just looking at it as, 
you know, oh, well, this is the number I supposed to change, but recognizing deep diving that number to understand why is the number and have you gone deep enough to actually change the number, uh, to change the environment, to change the culture. And if you don't know why you're doing it, then all you're doing is lip service and managing the optics. And so the biggest challenge I think right now is making sure that companies or even individuals aren't saying what sounds good or um, appearing to have this knowledge around it, but to actually try to understand it. And once you have that awareness, knowing what you're going to do with it, because you are, you're, you actually understand it. Um, so I, I don't know, I feel like I went on a tangent, but that was on my heart to share. So I thought I should share it. <laughs> no, I think that's very good. And uh, again, you know, it's not just to look at a service, not just to do the what or the order for the optic, because, hey, we need to have certain percentage of this, a certain, mm -hmm. a certain uh, percentage of that. Uh, it's a little bit like in the old days that, oh, we need to include women. Okay, so let's just hire another five because it, <laughs> it will look better for our reputation as a company, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Now, I want to kind of turn the angle a little bit about because yeah, sure. uh, from the introduction, I already let the audience know that uh, we have been working together from the Power One framework. And as your coach, I am super proud of this woman, okay? And there's a couple of reasons, and I want her to share certain things because no matter which entrepreneurial journey you are on, I think the strategies, the tactic, the whatever, you guys know what I mean, the sales marketing stuff, uh, there's no short of information out there. But I think one of the major difference in the Power One framework is we work on you first. We work on the, the business owner itself first, the leader. So Naisha, if I ask you, because she has been so brave, you know, in this journey. So if I ask you, say, what is that biggest breakthrough as that, we call it best version of you in this season? Now, guys, here. I said best version of you, but in this season. So there's no pressure, right? It's not like, oh, we have to add or perform. No, no, no. In the every single season that God will give us grace because he, ha he has a place to let us to achieve there in, in season. So Naisha, what would that be for you, the biggest breakthrough for yourself your own growth in this journey, in this very season? Yeah. Hmm. So there's been quite a few, um, but the one I think that's surfacing up for me right now is something you always say, and it's God's need. Um, you know, for me, I, I want to say that I'm a recovering perfectionism, perfectionist. But the reality is I still struggle sometimes with wanting to make everything perfect and, you know, <laughs> on time. But I think what I've learned in working with you and during this journey is that, you know, that's great. You do supposed to work in excellence and you're supposed to achieve 
um, you know, to represent, you know, God well, but also that there's this element of if God told you to do it right now, if he's giving you these downloads, if he's giving you the clarity and the understanding around it right now, that means it's in season right now. And I think for me, what's kind of funny is that I started having corporations reach out to me and ask for my services, services that I hadn't had yet. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, well, you want this training program, or you want me to come speak on your panel, or, and it was, I have no website, I have no brochure, I haven't reached out to folks to tell them that I'm the DNI strategist for leading corporations. I haven't told anyone that. So why are these Fortune you know, 100 companies reaching out asking me to do this work? Um, and what I learned and the best version I would say of me right now in this season is to show up, to show up even if I feel unprepared, even if I feel unqualified, even if I don't know precisely what I'm going to deliver to them in the moment, none of that matters because if they're knocking on the door, there's already, I'm already positioned for it. God's already equipped me to do it. And so I would say that's been the thing that I've learned the most and embraced the most during this season is to do it in God's speed. If God's already bringing this to you and whether or not you're on board yet is irrelevant because you're already positioned. And so to show up and to not, you know, miss your moment or your time. And most importantly, the opportunity that to serve the people that God's assigned you to. I think that part is more so I care more about that than I do about showing up polished and perfect is I was supposed to help that person. I was supposed to help that corporation. There's an insight, there's a perspective, there's a framework that I have that they need. And if I don't do it imperfectly, then I didn't show up and I left them hanging. And in a sense, I was disobedient. And I'm way more bothered by that than I am of being perfect. So I would say that represents my best version right now in this season. My goodness, that is so good, right? That is so good, right, guys? It's like, I kind of just a little bit tears in my eyes because I walk her through, I, I mean, I walk with her through this journey. And I guess that it's a um, common uh, common behavior, common common thoughts that when, because I'm, I'm, I'm also from corporate world, so I could understand her in a sense of, Oh, but you know, I have to like, everything is like ready to go. Otherwise I shouldn't, but she keep upon saying the obedience. But for me, the other perspective, if she doesn't show up, she basically is become very selfish, right? Because she's holding this, this box of treasure. And then the people is knocking on the door waiting. I mean, she has been so humble. We are talking about a contract is not like $3,000, $5,000. I mean, we are talking about a contract. It's, you know, can be close to six figure, that type of thing. And because it's leading corporations and it is a, a, a important topic and God has prepared her 
whether she's unconsciously or consciously know yeah. in the past. And that's why when if you go to her website, which we will put in the show note, naishasender.com, and then you probably will think this way. What does she mean? She is not ready. <laughs> and she here in the podcast, she still say, I'm not so sure I'm ready, but I'm doing it. Right. And uh, uh, so I just hope that this encourage you guys. That obviously, uh, Naisha worked very hard. And, and then we, for me, it's just a, such a joy. Um, Naisha, what would you say the moment you see your framework, that you decide framework show up in the website? What do you feel about that? Yeah, it's, it's 100% aligned to what not only what corporations need or what individuals need employees needs and just to give everyone a, a little bit of context uh, in essence it's around empowerment it's an, an empowerment solution for uh, employees to know that hey I don't have to be victim to the system I can be empowered and navigate the system so I don't have to wait for everything to change and for everything to be perfect in the world and for every corporation leadership team to value diversity, equity, and inclusion to be successful. And so that was all the things that was forming in my head, but to then put it on paper and to focus on who that person, who needs to hear that, I think was really critical because, you know, so now when I look at it on the website and when I think about the people that it speaks to, it's, hey, you have a position of influence. And so now let's do something with it. And here's a way to do it. And so that's what the framework represents for me, that we're no longer talking about changing the DNI uh, issues and challenges that corporations feel or employees experience, but that we actually have a way to go and do it. And so for me, that's what's most exciting when I step back and look at it because it truly represents um, the, the essence of what it means to be seen. And so, um, so yeah, so I think going through the process and again, I, I tease Kelly sometimes because there were moments when, you know, I had my homework and to, you know, do the descriptions and, you know, <laughs> give her some information. Uh, it was, she's like, get to it. Did you do it yet? You know, like, it doesn't matter if you thought about it yet, just get it done. And so I say yeah. that in love because sometimes that's exactly what we need to then be able to uh, position and show the thing that God has placed on the inside of us. So I'm really grateful that I had those moments to, as I was building out this framework, because if not, you guys may not be seeing the framework for another two to five years. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obviously, after this episode, nobody dares to work with me anymore because she keep <laughs> upon saying that I spend her. Yeah, I mean, if you see the video version of this part, she take out the stake. You know, <laughs> the reason why I was feel like. There are some moments I feel like, I mean, it's a her framework. I mean, it's a her business, but I feel like I feel more urgent than her because yeah. mm -hmm. I can sense God is pushing it. 
Mm-hmm. And um, if you guys again go to her website, and I think I I want you to go because I know you guys are probably in the very different uh, niche and markets. But I want you to see that still is so is is possible, and then important to present such a complex topic and solution in such a simple way. Mm-hmm. Or that just say a uh, elegant way. For me, the word elegant, that word, it means streamline, yet with clarity, right? And that's exactly what God wants for her because then Naisha wouldn't would be say that you feel also another level of confidence. Yes, yes, I will agree with that. That It's one of those things that I'm no longer swarming the ideal in my head but to have it laid out in such a clear and succinct way that I, I know what the outcome is going to be. And when you come and look at the framework, you know what the outcome is going to be. And so that brings a level, a different level of confidence. It also allows for me to feel comfortable in the fact that I know what the result's going to be, right? So when I'm talking to you know, decision makers at these corporations, I don't have to feel like, uh, what am I going to show them? Or uh, what's going to be the outcome of this? There's no, that that part I'm not thinking about. If anything, it's, you know, me thinking about the logistics of selling or, you know, the other things that business owners think about when they're, you know, starting to negotiate contracts, if they haven't gotten to that place of loving it. And so that, Part of it has been rewarding because it takes away um, the 80% of the stress when you go into a sales conversation or a sales presentation, because now I know that I'm passionately able to serve you and your corporation and know what you can expect to get out of it. And so, yeah, confidence level from that perspective, like I feel ready when it comes to that <laughs> for sure. I love I love what she said about about uh passionately able. I mean, I never heard people talk about that, but passionately able. You know, uh, that is precisely that what we try to achieve, right? In the Power One framework, and I think I mean this, you know, to God our glory because the wisdom of the framework, right? So, uh, you will be able to communicate very clearly that what your client can expect and then yourself feel like full of substance. Like, mm-hmm. I know this guy work and what kind of steps we will take to get there. Mm-hmm. So Naisha, um, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. And uh, any departing wisdom for maybe mm-hmm. for actually some corporate leaders, they also just like you, they are maybe already started a side hustle, maybe about to do it and they knew that God has asked them to do so. Can you say something to encourage them? Yeah, so to those people, I would say lean in 100%, uh, ready or not, uh, do it afraid. Um, If you are starting to have the ideas, and even if you don't know how they all fit together, the more you walk it out, the more clarity you'll gain. And then when you have a phenomenal coach like Kelly to 
you know, bring it out. And, you know, I laugh and tease about there being moments where I felt like she spanked me, but there were also moments that she loved upon me. There were also moments in which she encouraged me and that it was truly a partnership and being able to get her done, basically, <laughs> you know, and so I'm really grateful for that. And so just lean in. And then for those of you who feel this nudging of how do I home in on what God is telling me to do? And I would say, have a conversation with Kelly, you know, reach out to really understand what the power of one framework is about. You know, the Bible tells us that narrow is the way. And so, you know, when you get to a place where you feel like you're narrow and you have a target, you're able to better aim. And I think that the Power One framework allows for you to aim. So don't be shy. Don't get discouraged around how much it may cost or how much, you know, <laughs> it time it's going to take to do. Uh, just lean in. That's part of leaning in. If you feel, if you feel it, then pursue it. So. Oh, thank you so much. I did not ask her to say that part. I, I totally, I just want her to say whatever that she can encourage you guys, but I really appreciate it. The other thing I want to mention why she say, don't think about costs. You know, we often talk about what is the cost to invest in a program or hire somebody, but we not often say enough it's what is the cost when you are disobedient? You know, what is the cost that you don't do that moment that what, what God asked you to do? Yeah. That, that is very costly. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I feel led to share my experience because, you know, on the surface, when you're hearing this, you know, you're like, okay, don't worry about it, what it costs, but okay, fine. Well, to be very transparent, when I signed up for the program, I didn't have a full visual, like a line of sight to what the financial commitment was. I mean, I, I felt so led <laughs> to sign up that I just signed up. And four months later, I received a bonus that paid off that balance in full. And so it literally, I didn't know that I was going to get this bonus. This bonus kind of came out of nowhere. So I'm not saying this, you know, haphazardly to say, you know, don't worry about the cost. No, you do have to make sure that your position, that's part of being positioned, is making sure that this is aligned to what you need to do. But my point is, is if you feel so led and so driven to sign up and the one thing that's holding you back is the cost, then you need to lean in because God is also wanting to show you a miracle if you trust him. So trust God with your business, trust God with your finances, trust God in your positioning. And I think all the rest will follow. So, so yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, you know, it really came from a real place for me. It wasn't, uh, I mean, I'm a finance person. So of course I look at the numbers. I'm always thinking about the budget and how does this fit in? Like that is what I've been doing. That's what I've been trained to do. Um, and so to defy that training and to then see it still work out, I think is evidence of God's involvement in, in, in all of this. So, Yeah, indeed. 
And then, by the way, again, she's very humble. Not even talk about the the clients that she got through the <laughs> through the process and contracts. We don't have to talk about that, but but just just know that you know whoever you are listening to this、uh, podcast episode. The whole point I want you to、um, understand, you know, first of all, God's goodness, and second of that,、uh, obedience and stewardship. You know,、uh, because if you don't steward that what God has talking to you, it's very difficult for you to break through. So thank you again, Nanisha, for coming on the show today. I just cannot wait to see a whole lot more leading corporations. Uh, we're experiencing your powerful framework, and more lives will be impacted. Thank you so much, Kelly. <laughs> This was so much fun. <laughs> How have you enjoyed the episode? I hope it inspired you, especially if you are one of those corporate leaders that you might already have your side hustle or you're about to get started. That you know, God is calling you to the marketplace. I would love to invite you to come to the workshop. Remember the workshop I mentioned from the beginning of this episode. Again, that is powerofoneframework.com/forward/slash/workshop, or just go to show note, which you can easily go kellybaud.com/forward/slash/podcast. For eighty-eight dollars, you can get your pricing in place and communication in place. I think. That would be a great investment. I'm looking forward to see you in the next episode and at workshop. Hi there! If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment just drop a review on Apple Podcast? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com/forward/slash/review. Again, that's kellyballer.com/forward/slash/review. We really appreciate it, and you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO podcast at www.kellyballer.com.